This is exactly right. All right, Scott, are you ready for this one? I can't wait for this one. This toilet recognizes your butthole and uploads photos to the cloud. Oh, <laughs> that's bananas. It's, I mean, that is just the whole title. Yeah, I actually also selected that one. So I selected two backup ones because I was sure that we were both going to have that one. And, <laughs> oh, God, I love it. But anyways, I'm Scotty Landis. And I'm Kurt Brownler. Welcome to Bananas, a podcast about strange, fascinating, and wonderful news, really just about how uh, absurd our planet is. Yeah, that's really true. And today we are fortunate enough to have our second guest on our second episode, the Queen Bee herself, Georgia Hardstark's here. Hi. Hi, guys. Welcome. Thank you. Having, thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. Quarantine. I know. Um, we're excited to be the joyful, not deathy part of the Exactly Right family. <laughs> that's right. You guys bring some, right, you bring smiles instead of tears to the family. <laughs> If it's dumb, we're going to talk about it. Love That's it. That's right. Um, and yeah, so on the show, we just take the real stories, and these are all 100% true. And then if there's anything that this reminds you of in your life, pff, that's what we're all about. That's what we're that's all what about. We're all How about. are you holding up, by the way? I'm good. I'm surrounded by cats, which yes. is my natural state. And I don't, I'm a homebody, so it doesn't feel that different yet. Yes. Yeah. You know? I'm the same way. Like, as a writer, I sit alone in my house for hours every day. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, it feels a little a little similar. I mean, the inside of the walls, very nice. Outside the walls, total hellscape. Yes. Um, but yeah. yeah. Doing our best. I feel, it would be very normal for me, other than not having childcare. And I'm not yeah. complaining about having two <laughs> fantastic, ad- adorable children, but they are here all all the time (laughs) they don't go anywhere no no you can't send them on a walk for some alone time yeah and i'm like i gotta record a a podcast to my wife i'm like i'm so sorry lauren and she's just like you fucking yeah i bet i feel like i feel like what's happening with me and scotty in quarantine is a completely different planet than what's happening with you and people with children it's not we're not we're not experiencing the same world event at no, all. we really are not. No. And, I, and there's and there's drawbacks and 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 positives to both, but they are we are in two separate universes mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, like are you if having I, a drink? Yeah, I am too. No oh, man, I wish I could. I wish I could have a drink right now. <laughs> oh yeah, a, we're, we're drinking. It's airport <laughs> rules. I mean, you can drink any time of day. It is. It's three o'clock, and I was stressed out, and I was going to talk to you two, and I don't think I've ever spoken to either of you without a drink in my hand. So. That's for sure true. That it's definitely sure true. true. It is. I think weird. That, that is true. Yeah. yeah. There's a weird thing where I run into George and Vince more than any other people in Los Angeles. <laughs> Like regularly, right? Like yes. just weirdly lunches, weirdly we drinks. Were at, we were at like, uh, what's, what's it? Musso and Frank, which is like a Hollywood institution. I was there with my family and in walks Scott. It was just, it was very, it's, it's, it's weird. Um, it's the podcast or writing lifestyle where by 2 yeah. p.m. you just have nothing to do. So you just <laughs> go find a beverage, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kurt, tell us about these butt, these butt prints. Uh. I love it. So again, <laughs> let me just remind you of the title of an actual article on Mashable. This toilet recognizes your butthole and uploads photos to the cloud. It's by Jack Morse. It was published uh, on the 7th of April, 2020. Uh, Stanford scientists want you to boldly go where no one has gone before uh, and sit on this camera-laden toilet that scans and recognizes your anal print. So there's a new word called an anal print. Uh, so it's like multiple there's like a picture of it so I read the article you kind of have to so it needs to verify that it's you so in order to use this toilet you have to put you have to have a thumb scan so like 
to so that they know it's your butthole. Uh, but then using a, a deep learn, okay, <laughs> using a deep <laughs> learning model. So this is like an artificially intelligent toilet that then takes pictures of your butthole and of your stool and creates a anal print scan. Uh, I mean, it's amazing. Fucking and it's all rich just, people. Rich people are. Yeah, this isn't. <laughs> so bored. I don't think this is just for rich people who want pictures of their butthole, Georgia. It sounds expensive. (laughs) It does sound expensive. Yeah. It's for a study on like what you eat and Mm. just like put like it's it's to figure out like what's going on with America's collective health, essentially. I'm reading it right now, too. I'm reading this article right now and it says, and quote, we know it sounds weird, but as it turns out, your anal print is unique. Thank I mean, amazing. (laughs) I would hope. Um, yeah, people don't really realize that, but uh, unlike wearables, you can't take it off. Everyone uses the bathroom. There's really no avoiding it. Do you guys oh. think that they're essential workers and they're still doing their job right now, or do you think they're, they've been furloughed? <laughs> I mean, they're just getting anal print scans left and right, you know yeah. what I mean? So they can right. work from home. They're just getting anal print scans emailed in. Oh my uh, just, gosh. Oh my God. Imagine that that's your job, that you just have to look at no. close up butthole photos no. every day. Every On day. purpose. I mean, there's people who choose to do that. Fine. Exactly. 100%. But you this like. This is. You're, yeah. yeah, you're getting paid to do it. All right. So. I guess this is, oh, yeah, you're getting paid for the study, but are they thinking this is a thing that's going to be a household item in the future? Like, is this your Apple Watch of the future so it monitors <laughs> what's going on inside your life and body? Yeah, the last paragraph is, this toilet system is expected to have a major impact on health monitoring research as the toilet enables longitudinal monitoring of human health with minimal interference of human behavior. That sounds pretty interfering. It doesn't sound minimal. The photo, straight up, photos of your butthole are the definition yeah. of interfering. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Are they, where are they making it? I know it's Stanford, but Stanford are they, are they these Japanese toilets? Because like, I feel they like Japanese like it, toilets already are like 98% of the way there for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the most incredible toilet. It does toilet. look like a, it look, kind of looks like a Japanese toilet. Yeah. Oh man. They also have pictures, like they have a, a like a diagram of someone's butthole. No. Uh, yeah, it's kind of and it, but it's all done very sciency. Um, <laughs> honestly, you know what, guys? I would love this. I would love this. I would use it. I mean, yeah. Oftentimes, I'm just like, "What's going on with my fucking body?" Because I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> I feel like you would make everyone in your house use it, and you'd be like, "Lauren, you're not eating enough fiber." She's like, "Would you stop?" I know that's true too. How do you get the? Do you get a text message and like? Oh, I just want the list of like what this is going to be in the future. Mm-hmm. Like, like, do you get emojis? I, I'm just curious now that we're all going to become so phone based and like everybody's just even with what's going on right now everybody's so separated it's like you're just gonna be hanging out one day and your phone's gonna buzz and it's gonna tell you what your anal prints up to yeah Yeah. or everyone in your contacts list are like guess what kathy (laughs) had a great bm had a 99 percentile is in the 99 percentile yeah of assholes yes oh man that's a good one to start it off with what do you got for me Okay, I got a real quick one, but again, the title just got me so good. So this one is actually from uh, Z107.7 FM. No author, just a report. Probably a producer put it up. Is Z107 FM called The Rock? Because I imagine it's called (laughs) The Rock. In Toronto. (laughs) I know. Those poor guys. I used to want to be a radio DJ so bad when I was a kid. And then everybody I know that was like, there was a guy in college who was the local rock guy and he lived above my friends. And he was like, it sucks, man. They pick all the playlists. You don't get paid. He's like, I get 19 bucks an hour. He's like, I thought I was going to be able to like pick music and build fans. And all I do is like, just play what they want me to play. And I was like, that's heartbreaking. And how old were you when he was, like, destroying your dreams like this? Uh, 19. <laughs> I was 19 years old. But honestly, he skewed me in a great direction. I'm glad he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you uh, could be in, living in Buffalo. No offense, Buffalo. No and offense, like, Buffalo. On a you know, radio station making $19 an hour right now. I know. Well, did you ever work at the, like, the college radio station or anything, Georgia? No, because I barely went to college. Although, in, I went to Santa Monica City College where... Oh, fuck. 
What's the station? Is it KC? Yeah. They, (laughs) right. (laughs) Um, We're like, it was a good station. So like they wouldn't have taken me anyways. But you have like pretty good taste in music. I feel like it's a very uh, college-y taste as well. It is. Thank you. No, never did it though. Too bad. Oh, man. Well, Z one oh seven point seven FM. Here yes. I'm just gonna read it. And it's also all in caps, so I'm gonna read it slightly in caps. <laughs> Another load of carrots dumped in the Morongo Basin. Okay. <laughs> So, for the third time in two months, a semi-trailer hauling carrots overturned its load in the Morongo Basin. <laughs> so, three times read it, in two I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Read it again. Yeah, yeah. Read okay. that sentence again. For the third time in two months. <laughs> oh, man. A semi-trailer uh, hauling carrots overturned its load in the Morongo Basin. Monday, a truck pulling two trailers of carrots was driving northbound on Old Woman Springs Road at about 1.30 p.m. And when a black sedan traveling southbound crossed the double lines into the truck's lane near Aberdeen Drive, the semi crossed to the shoulder and the second trailer overturned, spilling carrots all over the road into the desert. Now, this is already a fun story. But, (laughs) so... While sheriffs are, while deputies were at the scene investigating the crash, another driver traveling southbound on Old Woman Spring was distracted by the carrots and failed to stop and drove straight into the sheriff's patrol car that was parked on the southbound <laughs> lane. Oh, no. <laughs> there were no injuries in either crash, uh, <laughs> but Caltrans responded to the scene to clean up the carrots. Uh, it happened on March 20th. It happened on February 3rd. <laughs> it's the same guy, Dwayne. I know. You're fired. I know. It's unbelievable. Oh, I'm Carrot Man Dwayne. I love to dump my carrots in Morongo. Dwayne, Bay. the carrot. Carrot Johnson, that's me. What's the rush? (laughs) Who's ever been like, where are these fucking carrots? (laughs) Oh, God. I was laughing so hard when I saw this. That's so good. It just keeps happening at Old Woman Springs. These truckers are just hauling carrots. The fact that it was the third time, you know, and not the first. It's it's beautiful like that's yeah i mean like there's no way somebody's dumping these carrots on purpose at the same place no. but that is that coincidence to me is so beautiful it's it's more beautiful than like than the uh, proven existence of god like if you could prove it is essentially <laughs> proving god does exist that, yeah. <laughs> that it carrots is got dumped in yeah. the same place three times in two months it's joyful it's it, it's like those, that absurdity of life where you're like yeah, I knew it. God's funny. Because no one got hurt. If someone got hurt, it'd be otherwise. But. No one right. got hurt. Right. Somebody was so distracted by the carriage, they crashed into a cop car, which Ooh. is incredible. And oh, also, it's and the got first a DUI. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, this is why you have to pull off the freeway when you have a flat tire or something. By yes. the, if I can have anxiety ridden Georgia corner for a minute. That's good. <laughs> pull over. Pull oh, over. Pull, I once had- get off the freeway. I once had a panic attack while driving on it's my only the only panic attack I've ever had in my entire life and it was while I was driving no. from Boston to New York City and it just kept happening and happening to the oh, point boy. where I finally had to pull over and just get a hotel for the night and yeah. just like sleep because I couldn't continue to drive. It was the most insane thing. And I'd never had a panic attack before. And if you've ever had one, you feel like oh, yeah. you're having like a heart attack. Yeah. And you feel like you're going crazy. Like, like my vision was double and stuff. So I had oh, no God. idea what was going on. I really, at the beginning of this, I was like, I've got the coronavirus. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Oh. And then I, for like days. And then I was like, no, you're having just a low level, constant panic attack. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that's why I'm drinking yeah. at three. Yeah, yep. well, that disinfects your lungs. It's fine. That disinfects your esophagus the <laughs> yeah, whole way yep. down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, it is. But it is when you wake up in the morning, you're just like, oh, no, do I have coronavirus? Mm-hmm. And then by like noon, you're like, oh, no, I was just hung over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I was just hung over. Yeah, I have a headache and I'm nauseous. Um, <laughs> two symptoms that aren't. One time I so I like to do road trips by myself. It's like something I do every few you years. You really do. So and interesting. It, and it's an advantage of, you know, being a tall white dude where people are just like, yeah, go wherever you want, man. Have, yeah. Have your thank way. You. Yeah. I'd like to say thank you for <laughs> you acknowledging it. that. But I know that is very much the case. And so 
Every single one I've ever been on, and Kurt and I've been on a couple too. Actually, we drove a giant butt across the country once. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure just did. So everyone listening, that there was a a ten foot tall, twenty foot long butt that we drove <laughs> on a semi trailer truck bed uh-huh. across America. All normal, and All it's normal. still in Virginia. Um, yeah, if you, you want their credentials it. as to why they can, are allowed to have a weird news show yes that the butt is the credentials i the think butt alone, yeah. the love butt alone hashtag the love butt still exists <laughs> yeah. on instagram you can go and you can go see it in person at the uh, ix art park in charlottesville mm. virginia people take so pictures glad. with it to this day yeah, i'm we so, so glad crazy. it still exists <laughs> yes. it also was never meant to like be in the elements because it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like paper mache and <laughs> It's made of like styrofoam inside, but then coated in this like specific like rubber mm-hmm. that the company will tag every once in a while. The company will tag me in an Instagram <laughs> post like VX rubber compound, perfect for Kurt Brown's butt. Our friend Kurt knows, but what if it got the butt got scanned? There's a joke there. There's I don't think it, there. this There's is a it. Joke there, but this yep. isn't it. I'm too. But I can't. Ev- Every single time I've ever done one, there's always like something interesting that happens on the actual highways, like on the road. And yeah. I was, I believe in this thing where you get like one sort of warning shot in life. Like everybody's at a pool party, <laughs> lightning strikes once, and that's when you get out of the pool. And then when it doesn't, it's a tragedy. Or there's always sort of that one like nudge that's like, sh- the deck's rocking a lot. Maybe we get off this, and then a frat house, it collapses. I won't go on a, I will not go on a balcony at a party. Good or a deck. Period. Smart move. Smart move. Yeah, you're not missing out. Um, no. <laughs> stand in the kitchen near the sink <laughs> yes, and the exit exactly. like a normal person <laughs> right. does. So one night I'm driving and I had one of those. I never fall asleep. I'm just like not at the wheel. I never even doze off. No moments like that. But like one night I was driving and I was like, okay, I can stop in this town. It was probably around midnight, or I can push it for another hour, get to a bigger city, and stay at a better hotel. So I was like, okay, I'll push it, which was sort of my one warning shot that I should have paid attention to myself. And I'm going, I don't know, 85 on, on 70. And I'm looking in the distance and I'm like, what the hell is in the road? I'm like, there's definitely something in the road up there. Or I'm like hallucinating from being so tired. And I get closer to it. I get closer to it. And I realize that a truck has turned over, a semi, <gasps> and that all of the all of its contents have dumped across all the lanes of the highway and i'm going so fast and i'm like the first car to get there cuz it's late oh. at night and it was vertical blinds no it was like wait thir- what? Vertical i thought that blinds. was like a euphemism and i didn't no. get it over. like it was i would say 50 <laughs> yards of vertical blinds that my rental car was going over at 80 miles an hour oh, they were spitting God. out the side like just like gun i was just shooting vertical blinds i saw the truck the the trailer the tractor was up the trailer was tipped over but like i don't know lowe's or home depot or somebody just lost <laughs> 50 tons of vertical blinds and I was just like ah! <laughs> you don't know what you're looking at but then I'm like I just couldn't break or I thought I was going to 360 and crash so I just gunned it and, and um, you went past I just went past yeah because it was like I couldn't hit the brakes and then once you're by it you feel like breaking and pulling over like you're saying like being on the shoulder of the highway I felt mm-hmm. like that would be more of a problem um, yes but yes it, don't be I, a hero no, who's got the time? Um, but yeah, it was one of the most like surreal Wait, also, moments. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Stop and start picking up 5,000 yeah. vertical blinds? I got it. I got yeah. it. it. It felt like ice. It was, uh, God, it was so funny. And then this was like a little before, this was when cell phones were a thing, but smartphones weren't. So it wasn't like I could take a picture and send it to anybody. I just had to live with it until I got to the next, to the next day. But it was so surreal creepy oh man no carrots carrots would have been fun too yeah what you got you got anything good yeah i got two little short ones they're both uh coronavirus themed even though i know we're keeping our minds off of it but i think these will be uh pretty funny timely uh this is i'm just gonna give you the two titles of these (laughs) all right this is from the Battle Creek Inquirer. All right. Nick Buckley wrote this one. Best friend. Uh, police and fire, colon, man wearing thong underwear as coronavirus mask assaults man who mocked him. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. let's take, can we take that apart bit by bit? Because I'm so confused. Yeah. Yeah. Because I got my so, ass kicked. So Joe Exotic you. is wearing 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I hate him. The victim, 57, said he was in his home in the first block of Lakefront Drive about 7 p.m. Monday when the suspect came to his home wearing thong underwear over his face, apparently as protection from the coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) And the victim told the suspect it looks like thongs he had laying around his house, which upset the suspect. The guy left. And then came back 45 minutes later and then beat the shit out of the guy. Oh, <laughs> too close. That, like, he, the idea that he left for 45 minutes and was yeah. just steaming, <laughs> just <laughs> steaming, it's not a thong. Like, it's obviously, it is a thong. He was wearing a thong <laughs> over his mouth. And, but he's like, oh man, it's not a thong. And How then dare he had he? to come back. How dare he? <laughs> no one wants to get, I think getting beat up right now is like, the worst possible scenario. Yes. And yeah. it seems possible because the grocery stores are just, it's full of crazy people. Oh, it really does. It's its like, every time I go to the grocery store, it's such a panic attack. Yeah. It, tensions it, are high. It, tensions are real high. And I'm just trying to, everyone seems stupid. Like, yeah. They're all like just doing dumb stuff. And I'm like, get away from me. Just yeah. Trying to get my stuff so quickly. Elbows are flying. Elbows are flying. G-strings. It's cool that like every adult in your life, every parent or cop or teacher, whenever you're furious, they just like walk away, count to 10. It's always like time. Time <laughs> yeah. usually calms people. Not but I, amps it up. I like to think this guy was like a reverse bell curve, like got calmer and then just worked himself back <laughs> up. Like he just got crazier and crazier. Think about those 30 minutes of him like walking around in his house by himself with thong underwear over his face, just being like, it's not a thong. It's not a thong <laughs> having those fumes from the yeah. thong i haven't that seen any i've been hiding i haven't left my house in 25 days really so like mm, i yeah. i haven't been interacting but i a friend of mine said that the drive through person at in and out i guess the lines have been like super long at fast food places yeah uh, was wearing a child's birthday party cone hat as their breather <laughs> no. <laughs> no no that's not what First, you want to see when you're accepting no. food from someone no i feel like that focuses it into a laser virus too like yes. it comes out the little top yeah and just, there's a little hole there's a little hole it just it makes it go all the good bacteria <sighs> but also he probably looked like a bird kind of looked like a fun bird yeah fun um, bird and then this is just another short one. Give me a shorty. I love a shorty. This is the best, man. Louisiana. This is from IndieWire by Zach Scharf, April 7th, 2020. Oh, yeah. Louisiana police apologize for using the purge siren to signal <laughs> coronavirus curfew. Oh, no. Who, why are they apologizing? Oh, <laughs> God. How could you not know it was from the purge? What's just it for sound everyone, like? I don't know. It. It right, it's haunting. It right it's a really good one. Yes, please. Let's Here you go. It. Here you go. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> That's just a siren. Well, it repeats that, but yeah, it's like a long one and it starts oh. at sundown. Man, I wish I'd written The Purge. Oh, when I first saw that movie, <laughs> I was like, this is such a great idea. And it's that tension you guys are talking about at the grocery store. It's like, or the guy, the thong face who gets punched. <clears throat> <laughs> the Purge being like, yeah, you can kill that guy if you just wait until this one day. <laughs> that guy can I tell you, I haven't seen it you. yet, and now I'm so excited to go watch I have, it. I know I have not seen it either, and I think it's time to start watching it. I see, I just don't watch horror movies at all, ever. But I feel like, is it more of like a fun thriller, or it's is a it a straight-up horror It's not movie? paranormal, no spoilers here, but... Um, kind of like watchmen E. Yeah, if you like... And even like less, even less science fiction than Watchmen, it's basically... Um, and this is in the trailer, no spoilers. There's one day a year or one night a year where anything's legal. Anything, you can just kill people, you can rob people, you can do anything you want. And then what it's done is there's no crime. And the rest of, like the rest of the year, people just get all their aggression out. So if you hate your stepfather or your neighbor drives you nuts, you can chop them up with a machete if you want. But like, is there a group, but is there a group that just like, like fucking shoots heroin and fucks each other at the Walmart or something? Greatest question. Um, <laughs> greatest question at the Walmart <laughs> because the Purge movie franchise is missing out on those crimes. It's all right? shooting and murdering and killing. But I'm but also if, it, like, if everything's legal, I'm getting yeah. in, I'm getting Scotty, into some heroin. There's your movie. <laughs> 
Yeah, for I'm sure. Ri- yeah, I'm just <laughs> ripping tags off of pillows and mattresses and stuff. <laughs> I'm going loco. I can't I'm think going of my Serta sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, and on that note, we're going to take a quick break, uh, and then we'll be right back with more Georgia Hardstark on bananas. Yay! All right, we're back in, guys. I'm loving it. We're loving it. I'm still saying, uh, watch the purge. We're back. I'm saying, watch the purge. <laughs> Ethan, wouldn't Hall, stop talking Rose about Byrne. it. I know. We should have the I, siren. Uh, Scotty, what do you got for me? Okay, this was going to be my closer, but I'm going to just jump to this one. And I don't like. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't like uh, blue blue things. And I know we already mentioned a toilet. Uh, anal print in this episode but this guy so this is from travel reporter i there's no writer for it recent article the title is this guy is the sassiest airbnb host of all time so there's this guy named robert in la and this twitter this like twitter user found his reviews and basically Every time anybody critiques uh, Robert's room for rent, he goes ballistic on them and writes these <laughs> insane reviews. And I use Airbnb almost exclusively now. Like, I barely stay in hotels anymore. I love Airbnbs, but I've gotten pretty good at, like, scanning through them. And, you know, I, I can, like, look at the photos and be like, this is real. This is fake. This person's um, crazy. Don't rent a room from them. Yeah, they're lying. Um so, Robert goes into minute detail of each of his guests' hygiene habits and is less than flattering when <gasps> discussing their bowel movements. And those are the good reviews. What? When it comes to giving his guests what we would call constructive criticism, he lets it rip, leaving nothing to the imagination. So, I'm going to read you three of these. And I apologize because I'm going to read them word for word and it'll take a minute. But, God, these are so good. Robert in L.A. This is uh, from a Japanese tourist. This place is suitable for oh excuse me this is the review this is the review of Robert's place that Robert responds to This place is suitable for traveling in LA it takes about 10 minutes to the nearest station and there's no washer in the house but you can use near laundry it takes about 5 minutes by walking That's the review That's positive review. positive Oh seems yeah seems like a positive review Yeah Here's the response for people from, who are obsessed with doing laundry on vacation. Hey, <laughs> sure. In another country, big deal. Big, big deal. deal. <laughs> oh no, we got, and we're going to come back to that. actually just jump in. Well, I'll read Robert's first one, but we're going to come back to that because Kurt did his laundry once in the wrong thing in uh, Scotland. Um, oh yeah, I want to hear this. <laughs> um, so here's Robert's response to that totally normal review. I helped check your. I helped you check in early with your million bags. I carried your bags for you. <laughs> You left my place a mess. Your hair was everywhere. Left the kitchen in a mess with old food and dirty dishes. You plugged the toilet. It ran over. Okay. Wow. So that's wow. one of his sweeter ones. Um, <laughs> why would and that's for a con- positive review. Okay. And this is all on Airbnb, right? This is the reviews. And I'm grabbing, I grab screen grabs from Airbnb. So these are actual reviews. Oh, wow. Okay. I so love I'm, vengeful people. Sometimes. Not know. against me, but no. online. But when you watch their like insanity play out. Yeah. Where you're makes, just like, you're not changing anything, pal. You're making it all worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but whatever's wrong with me makes me want to stay at his place now. We'll talk about that after. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's another review about Robert's room. The apartment is a lot older than what it appears in the pictures, and that was the biggest issue. It's not what you expect from the pictures. The sheets and towels are older, and the beds are not comfortable. The toilet was dirty, and the kitchen was a mess. There were also dishes to dry. No space for anything. Okay. Um, Here comes Robert. I won't read the rest, but here comes Robert, based (laughs) on a more negative review. Response from Robert. You live like a pig. (laughs) You (laughs) live... You left my place like a pig pen. You and your friends are the dirtiest people I've ever seen. Dirt was everywhere in my place. Whiskey bottles, drug paraphernalia, used condoms, marijuana <gasps> smoke, cigarette smoke, all littered what? my place. You I destroyed my place. Them. You smoked in my bed and burned my comforters. Oh my you left a days-old stool in the toilet. All you had to do was flush the toilet. But 
But no, you and your friends are drug-induced animals. You destroyed my beautiful place. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he doesn't sound wrong. Oh, God. I'm but a- I imagine, I imagine, because all of his reviews seem to end with something about shit in a mm-hmm. toilet. Yeah. I'm imagining mm-hmm. that when the person leaves, Robert does all of this st- stuff himself and then like <laughs> looks at it all and is like, you're an animal. Like it's all about Robert. Do you yeah, know what I mean? He burns he holes shit in stuff. the toilet. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame s- thing. That's crazy. Go ahead, Georgia. What were you saying? Sorry. No, please keep going. Okay. I'm going to, I'll cut out the, um, bathroom content in this next response from robert and we'll just get to this is the review for robert's room not a great room that's it here's what robert had to say about not a great room not a great guest he lives like a dog and smells like one too leaving the room smelling awful he left my (laughs) he left my white sheets black as if he rolled them in mud I'm going to skip all the bathroom stuff because there's a lot. Wow. This guy is filthy. He lives like an untrained dog. The smell he left lingered for days. Had to have a professional cleaning team come after and cost $200. Not a great guest. Hosts, don't rent to this beast. Not a great guest, but a beast that will destroy your place and cost you money. Oh, man. I've stayed in places that had cockroach, literally cockroaches under the bed, and the sheets clearly had been not changed after the last guest. Yes. There was one where I got off the airplane in New York, and they were like, hey, the toilet's not working, so just pee in the bathtub. Oh, come on. (laughs) And I still left them five star review. Like, I wouldn't. It's almost like I'm less likely to leave a bad review if something's actually bad because I'm scared of them. Oh, I've had, for some reason, I've had. I've had good experiences with Airbnb, but I have had three awful ones. Yeah, we've had both. I had good and bad. I had one where we were staying in Paris. We Airbnb, and this was right when Airbnb started. And uh, first off, like we get there, and it just like she had just been smoking in bed constantly Ugh. for years, you know. Oh, but it was like whatever. We're in Paris; it's romantic. Yeah, and it was Lauren and I's like second date. Do you know Aww. what I mean? Like, it was like our second date. We went to Paris. Not normal. It's, totally normal for Kurt. It's a long story. I, was <laughs> I know that. Yeah, work. yeah, I was at work. Very cute. But um, while we were staying there, we like stayed there one night. We woke up the next day to an email from the woman just saying, I will be coming back and staying with you tonight. Oh. Do not worry. I am small. I will sleep by the fireplace. <laughs> oh, no. And then yeah. we looked at like what she was saying, and it was a stone shelf that was about four and a half feet long. <laughs> and we're like, she's going to sleep here? Was she oh, a care bear? I know, and I just immediately emailed her back. I was like, if you do that, we'll, we're going to move into a hotel, a very nice hotel, and we're going to charge you for <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. And so she was like, oh, okay, I will not stay with you. <sighs> and I was like, what did she think was going to happen? So crazy. You got to tell the story about you uh, putting your clothes in the wrong place. It's such <laughs> it a funny story. It was, it was like, if, if you've ever been to the UK and looked at their washing machines... Like it's just a series of like squiggles and triangles. <laughs> like and it small. makes no sense. No, but also like just the the, the the knob itself. It's very difficult to figure out what is wash your clothes. Yes. Like on American <laughs> washing machines, it's like this is for colors and this is for normal. And you can just literally there's a button that says normal and you just yeah. like make it run normal. Uh-huh. There it's just like a triangle, a triangle and an iron and like three little squiggly lines, mm-hmm. uh, dot, dot, iron squiggle. Yeah. And so I like put my clothes in and it proceeded to wash my, it like wash my clothes for 24 hours. Like it just kept going. <laughs> and then it, and then it locked my clothes inside of itself oh for my three God. days. Oh my like, God. I couldn't, there was no way to get it open. I kept like looking around, like, is there a special magnet that British was there a, people? There wasn't have? a friendly person who could show the dumb American how to. No, I had to like call the rental property <laughs> to be like, my clothes have been locked inside your washing machine for three days. Oh boy! <laughs> I know that whenever so Vince is our tour manager, so whenever we go to the UK or Australia or whatever, and we need like clothes washed, he'll go and then he'll always come back to the hotel like sweating. And being like, I can't believe, like, somehow he made it happen. But there's always, like, a horror story. I think it's just, it's just, we're right. A horse involved once? Horse, a horse story. 
a horror, horror, horror story. A horror story. <laughs> I thought there was a horror wish. story. There's always a horror story involved. <laughs> Kurt and I were in Edinburgh and we were staying together for uh, during Fringe Fest. And uh, right below the place that the festival rented, Kurt, um, there was a barber shop and they advertised hot shaves, like a hot Ooh. shave, straight razor. And I had never had one. Had you had one, Kurt? No, I never had I've one. Had I was one. like, this is so unique. You've had a hot <laughs> Yeah, all the way I up. wish. The original I mean, Brazilian from ankle <laughs> to neck. Brazilian. Oh, when my five o'clock shadow comes in, it's... <laughs> so... We had we were getting paid a pretty small amount of money to be over there, but it was one of those things where you had a little pocket cash, so you were just like, yeah, let's go get some hot shaves. And then they could yeah. only do one at a time, and Kurt was the star on the thing. I was just writing on the thing, so I was like, you go first, I'll go up to the flat, and then I'll come down and get it. And so I was working, and I'm hanging out, and I don't know, maybe an hour passed? I, mean, I think it was an hour. And it was an empty barber shop when we walked in and when Kurt came up he was so scared his face was so pale just ashen um, and not even that well shaved I think you actually had to shave again after <laughs> I had to shave again what, I got what in, happened I sat, I sat down and uh, and there was like old there was like old man barbers there do you know what I mean yeah yeah and I was like yeah this old man classic yeah, he has been doing this since he was 20 years old. He's 90 now, 70 yeah. years, steady hand. It's going to be the shave of your life. You're never, you're going to never I know, forget it's gonna this. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I sat month. down and like, it was literally like, like as like the advertisement was the old man. And then the moment I sat down, he just disappeared and out came <laughs> this young, like 19 year old girl woman, but she like was very young. So I kind of yeah. want to use the word girl who I don't know if she had ever shaved anyone <laughs> Where did she come from? at all. And then I was like, Oh no. And I came down and she, then she like shakily, and nervously <laughs> shaved me and like you have a, a straight razor yeah. up against your throat and it it hurt so much and took so long oh, and then gosh. when i got back i didn't even have a close shave oh my god it was and like was a like, near-death Scotty, experience go. for 45 minutes it for was 45 Scotty, minutes did you go or no, you, no, you no, didn't no 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 of course it not it was so long i thought it would take like it was a like a gentleman's barbershop i thought it would take 15 minutes yeah kurt was gonna come up beaming and smiling and being like this was transcendent instead he was like dude i just thought she was gonna slit my throat every time every stroke oh that's why you have to do stuff in other countries is because then you have stories to talk about and tell about that's a good point for a lifetime that's a really good point like even the small things like that just do the dumb little things because it probably will escalate yeah. and if not you got a hair wrap and you look it's the cool. only it's the only thing that karen and i have to talk about before our shows or at the shows before i tell our stories our murders is some fucking weird thing that like you have to order room service you have to get a manicure because something's gonna something fucked up is gonna happen yeah and then you have the beginning of your show <laughs> otherwise it's just us going so I know. I feel the same way because when, when I when I tour doing stand up, all I want to do the day I get there is just go right to the hotel and like sleep yeah. before my show. Yeah. But I like have to force myself to like go out and be like, "What's weird about your dumb town?" <laughs> <laughs> Guys, exactly. I love, I love coming to your town, and if I call it dumb, it's only because it totally That's your, is the dumb. Name of your next tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't, come to your dumb town. You come to your dumb town. What's <laughs> weird about it? You can't just sit in a hotel room. You just can't. Or those yeah. the comedy yeah. apartments, like the rental. I mean, that. Oh, I've will, heard about that. Ugh. Oh, that sounds uh, nightmare. I once had a I, I once had a comedy condo experience where I got in, and I'd already told everyone involved I did not want to stay at the condo, and the club yes. was like, "You have to stay at the condo." Oh boy! And I got it to the condo, and there was blood on the pillowcase. No. Oh, and wow. I had to sleep there because it was already midnight. Like a I lot of blood or just like someone got a nose? Either way, it's fucking horrible. Either way, it just means no one cleaned. <laughs> no one cleaned. This fucking comedy condo. That's oh, comedy God. blood right I, there. I'm sorry to keep going on this tangent, but the it when we were in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, doing when we jet skied down the Mississippi River. For in case and- people don't know, we jet skied <laughs> from Chicago to New Orleans uh, for charity. We sent... 
Amazing. Heifer International. Amazing. And we really went down the Mississippi to New Orleans. But our la- and we had stayed at pretty cool places. We had stayed at marinas and sort of like yacht clubs and like a lot of seasonal like timeshares. It felt like nice. timeshares. So it was fun. And we were flying new comics in. It was a good time. <clears throat> the last place we stayed was, I won't name the chain, but it's like, uh, we'll say Medieval <laughs> Inn in Bay St. Louis, <laughs> M- Mississippi. And it, right off the bat, like right off the road, you were like, this place is not good. We're, we are about to step into hell. We might have died on the way down. And so <laughs> I'm the showrunner. Kurt's the star. We're in different hotel rooms. I, all I wanted, we had just been on the Mississippi River for probably eight to ten hours. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to shower and watch some TV and fall asleep like a normal person. I go, and there's no towels. Everything what? is so disgusting. It's beyond belief. And so I just decided I was going to strip the bed and put out my dirty clothes and then just lay like uh, Nosferatu <laughs> on my own clothes flat on a mattress. And that's what I did. I showered in that sulfur-smelling water that sometimes you get in oh, yeah. wetlands. Anyways, um, while I'm laying there not sleeping, afraid of being stabbed to death, I, open, I was like, I wonder if they have a Gideon's Bible. I was like, I wonder if they have one. So I open the dresser or the little nightstand drawer, and it's full of fingernails. Not wow. like, like trimmed, not ripped off. Okay. Um, it's not saw, but, uh, <laughs> but trimmed fingernail, fingernail clippings. And so I'm like, I'm the boss, and if I act like a punk tomorrow, it's going to be bad for morale. It's going to spread negativity, which can happen so easily. So I was like, I'm just going to not say anything. I get up, I go to Waffle House, I grab a coffee, I come back, and the crew's there, all the camera guys, all great guys, and finally one of them was like, anything weird in your room, Scotty? <laughs> and I go, yeah, there were actually like fingernails and toenail clippings, in the, and one of our camera guys, I think it was Coop, goes, oh, there's a chair in my room that just looked like somebody masturbated on it like 150 <gasps> times. Oh, uh, no. And then, so we're cracking up, and we're waiting for everybody to load in, and then we had one guy that smoked, and I don't remember who it was, but one of our crew smoked, and he goes, oh, I got y'all beat. Kurt, you might not even know this story. No. Don't tell the talent. You know what? You and Tom Sick were shooting that thing where you were looking in the mirror and being like, this is hell, like heart of darkness stuff. Yeah, we were shooting Apocalypse Now style footage in that shitty a fucking motel room. We were maybe honestly losing our minds. So one of our guys, so toenails and fingernails, not enough. A, a, a semen-covered chair, not enough. This guy goes, so I got up to smoke a cigarette at like 2 a.m. And I opened my door, and I guess a junkie had shot up and passed out against my door. Because <gasps> when I opened the door, he did a backward <laughs> somersault needle in arm into the room. Oh, into the room. No. So oh my God. imagine a hardwood chair leaning against a door and you open the door quickly and then it tips backwards. Oh, he was in a chair? He was in oh a my chair God. leaning against the door, feet overhead, ass over tea kettle, into room, passed out on heroin. So just one of our crew members was just had a junkie just laying in his room at the oh medieval inn. Uh, and, and I was like that. I was like, what did you do? He goes, I went to the front desk and they called the police and the police just pulled him out. And I was like... <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. We'll book a better hotel tonight. It was an escalation beyond belief. That's terrible. God. I found Where's... a chicken wing, an eaten chicken wing in, a, in the hallway of a hotel or motel in New Orleans, but never a, junk, a junkie. That oh, seems God. like a that seems like a New Orleans thing where yeah. you're just like coming home drunk and you're just like, I'm leaving this chicken wing. Chicken wing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, New Orleans seems like a place they would sell one chicken wing. You're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a buck. You're like, oh, yeah. honestly, I got a buck. Um, I got no, one more got, for you. I got one more for you. What well, do you want to do? Yeah, you, you go, buddy. Right. Here we go. Scotty, you're carrots. familiar with this. <laughs> yeah. Armless Florida man charged with stabbing a tourist. <laughs> How does that? Okay. That's a great question. This is a guy... <clears throat> Jonathan Crenshaw. Yes. Uh, he's a fixture on Miami Beach for years. Mm. Um, he sells paintings uh, on the side of the road. 
Um, and he paints with his feet because he has no arms. Uh, but shortly after midnight on Tuesday, this, I'm sorry, this is from the uh, Herald and Review, not the Herald Review, the Herald and Review. You got a Herald. And it. this is by Scott Andrea. Uh, shortly after midnight on Tuesday, Crenshaw turned on one of those tourists and stabbed with him with a pair of scissors he held with his feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But the thing is, he just walked up to him stabbed him with the scissors that he held in his feet and then just ran away, I think with the scissors still being held on his feet. They could hear him go. He's talented. Um, uh, He had like a 2011 profile in the Miami New Times where he told the publication that Gloria Stefan gave birth to nearly 200 of his children. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's beautiful. That's the sound machine. What did that tourist do? I can't help myself, but I. what did that fucking tourist say? You know? Yeah. The guy, I, I'm on the side of uh, Crenshaw. Here. Yeah, if he's been out there this whole time since 2011 painting, yeah. and this is the first time he's fucking stabbed someone. Yes. Then he, somebody said something about some, the fact yeah. he has no arms. Right. I uh, mean, but also, how do you, I mean, good for him. Yeah. I Talented. Don't know, like, have you ever tried to use left-handed scissors? It is one of the most <laughs> mind-boggling things in the world. Like, I can't, do, I can't load the dishwasher with my left hand. Like, no. this guy can <laughs> use scissors with your feet? He can paint. I mean, like, it's almost like I'm surprised that he stabbed a guy with scissors with his feet. But he can paint with his feet. So I can't paint with my is... right hand, which no. is my dominant hand. I oh, can't paint. I can't paint with either of my hands. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would love to see you paint. Okay, I'll give you the last one. This is from the Associated Press. Big, big fan. Big fan. Um, (laughs) Las Cruces, New Mexico. This one starts like, oh no. This actually starts a little My Favorite Murdery, and then it shifts into something very triumphant. Yeah. A 16-year-old wrestling champion helped uh, stop a kidnapping and assault near Las Cruces, New Mexico, by pinning a man down uh, onto the ground until deputies arrived. So, this mother uh, was getting off the bus. She had a 9-year-old, a 2-year-old, and a 1-year-old. She was waiting for an Uber driver to arrive when this man grabs her 2-year-old child and demands the woman turn over her other two children. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, a true nightmare. Um, Yeah. Um, and so witnesses told authorities the man punched the woman and others. So this guy punches the woman and then all these other people try to intervene, but he's like fighting them off. And, uh, this woman gets in his face, gets punched and the mom grabs her children and rushes into sort of the service station, um, the gas station while this is happening. Um, you know, punches are being thrown. Scary. People are screaming on this stuff. There's this kid and I, I'm going to say his name three different ways. His last name is definitely Bauer. His first name is either Kanan, Kanan, or Kanan. C-A-N-A-A-N. Kanan sounds right. Kanan, yeah. Yeah. So let's go with Kanan. 16-year-old Kanan Bauer. Kanan gets out of his truck, walks over the man, uh, body slams the man, and gets him in a (laughs) chokehold until deputies arrive. Here's here's the reason I mention this. I know. I love this kid so much. Yeah, banana of the week. Um, (laughs) Kanan Bauer won the District 3 to 5A championship in the 285-pound heavyweight division on February 16th. So this is a big 16-year-old. Shit. So this guy who's trying to kidnap this kid punches a woman, fights another woman, is holding this kid. They wrestle the kids away and then literally like a juggernaut walks towards him and just, <laughs> and you know, not all of us can do this. Most of us are wimpy, noodle arm, piped arm losers. But yeah. if you are a 16 year old that weighs 285 and you can wrestle, fucking be vigilant. Yeah. Do your Do good. Thing. Oh, do, do good. good. Do this better. Is, this is <laughs> Luke Page. This is, this kid is unbelievable. So, uh, the, there's no reports uh, in the police reports. The kidnapper didn't know the mother or her children. He was just some opportunist trying to steal some kids. Mm. Uh, and he was arrested and charged with battery assault, child abuse, kidnapping, and is in jail currently. But yeah, 16 year old and his dad. So uh, we'll say it's Kanan. Kanan Bauer's dad, Troy, is in a pickup truck with his son when his son gets out to do the thing and just like watches his son go over and like wreak havoc and lay down the He's law. He's like, that's my boy. <laughs> oh, I would be so proud. I don't think I'll ever yeah. have kids, but I want right. a 285 pound 16 year old. There's moments when I'm out. like, I'd have a kid if that. 
If I were yes. promised that would turn into my kid, I would yeah, have a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could have Kanan. If I was yeah. a dad, I would get out and just start, like, once he pinned him, just start slamming <laughs> on the ground, like, yeah. counting. Count out. Wrestling. <laughs> I know Three. that there was, I'll never forget, that. like, maybe in, I don't remember, it was a long time ago, that someone tried to, in, like, da- in downtown L.A., this dude tried to steal a conversion van that was getting gas, pumping gas at a gas station. And it turned out the conversion van was full of like black belt u- jujitsu people on their no. way to a match. No. Oh, no. right. No. I remember yeah. This. And they beat the shit out of him. Oh. It's, some, it's classic. I love oh my those God, kind I'm of stories. Yeah. Time. I remember that. I love those stories. I do too. I mean, God. it sucks because it's like, okay, this guy was stealing it because he probably had issues and those are from the fucking system and the system is fucked and it's I not his fault. I hate the system. However, it feels good yeah. to hear that. Justice is done. I was downtown LA like eight years ago. The girls dating at the time had a convertible Volkswagen Beetle. She had a, a bug and I think I was driving and I was by myself. Top was down. Downtown LA is always an interesting place to be exposed to the elements. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there on the corner, and this uh, woman just goes, "Hey, nice butt." And I like look at her, and I like smile. I was happy. I was like, "Hey, you too." And then she looks at me weird and walks <laughs> away. And then the light turns green, and I drive. And about about 15 min- minutes later, I realized she said "nice bug" because I was in a Volkswagen <laughs> bug. <laughs> So this woman says, nice bug. And I go, yeah, you too. And then just drive away. She's like, he's drunk. Don't yeah, go near crazy. Him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I raised my Keystone light to her and I yeah. sped away. Don't drink I just think it's, I wouldn't, convertibles, it's too easy to, for people to spit in them or throw drinks in them. I don't think I'd, dr- I'd be too, in one. I could only drive it at night. It'd just Ooh. be too the too sunny for me. Yeah, okay. too sunny with my alabaster skin. Yeah. Oh, it is a nice alabaster, but buttermilk, <laughs> buttermilk brown oler. That's what we call it on the dodgeball team. That's what we called him. Oh um, man! Well, thank you so much, Georgia, for being on bananas. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, my gosh! Anytime. Uh, second episode. Wow! Look at that. Second on episode. Your network. <sighs> Crazy. Crazy. We Who'd did have it. We it? did it. I did it. We finally did it. They wouldn't yeah. give you a radio show at Santa Monica Community <laughs> College. And now look at them. I bet they're look rolling at me in now. their graves. Yes, you should have it. <laughs> they give this woman a doctorate, an honorary KCRW. doctorate. It's KCRW. Yeah. I realize you deserve it. Oh, it is KCRW. It's KCRW. It is KCRW. <laughs> product of Santa Monica College. I can't believe I forgot that. Yeah, they're like, go away. You didn't even graduate. Uh, well, thanks. And bananas. Bananas. Bye How guys. do we end? Oh, we, 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 we have been going. Um, oh, we've been doing something dumb every time. We're new. We're new to the yeah, game. Something will Georgia, evolve do you naturally. have an idea? I just keep. Have, I'd say just keep trying stuff until you find okay. it, and you're, you'll know in your heart that that's the one. Yeah. All right. See you later, primates. We're oh. bananas. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme song by Kehan Amadi. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. So please follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post so many more stories and make it here. And you can share with us your strange news story by DMing us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast. So listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bananas. Bananas. 